Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Before we let you know what we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast, we want to give a shout out uh, to two of our show sponsors on Opinions Matter. The first one is uh, Recruit.ie. And uh, Recruit.ie have announced that they are proud sponsors of Biz Expo, Ireland's largest business-to-business trade show. Uh, So Recruit.ie, who are sponsors of Opinions Matter, are also the sponsors of Biz Expo. And here are all the details. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday, the 29th of September, and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29 September at the National Indoor Arena, Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie, supporting local business. And uh, they are supporting this podcast as well, recruit.ie. And you can visit bizexpo.ie for more information. And then we want to give a shout out to our other show sponsor, and that is... That is one of the most fantastic restaurants I've ever been in in my life, which is uh, the Snail Box in Ashburn, County Mead. Now, the Snail Box is a unique and beautiful pub. Lovely views. I like a view when I'm having a bit of grub, and the views from the Snail Box are amazing. Uh, It offers delicious food, great family fun and friendly service, as well as... Stunning panoramic views of Meath and Dublin and Loud. 20 minutes from the M50. They also do, this is this is the seller for me, this is the big seller, they do stew. There's very few restaurants nowadays where you get an Irish stew. And by the way, if, you, if you'd if like it, good stew. Do, the well, the well, snail box well, stew well, is who, like, who likes a bad one? Who, who, who's ever said I'd love a bad the stew? The snail box stew is world famous, it is, is what I'm trying famous, to tell you. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's absolutely beautiful. So they brought it back for the autumn and winter season. So, In fact, when I was staying in Vegas that time in the Venetian Hotel, they turned around and said to me, have you ever had stew in the snail box? <laughs> well, I said, yes, I have. Now, the other thing, as we, and I'll finish off with this, the other thing that's um, unique about the Snailbox restaurant is it actually opens on a day where I like to eat out. Most people like eating out on a Friday and a Saturday. I like eating out on a Monday because I'm just not in the mood for cooking on a Monday. The Snailbox restaurant is also open Mondays and Tuesdays. Excellent. All right. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? If a 15-year-old is out causing trouble in his area every night and breaking the law, who is to blame for this behaviour? And if the parent of the 15-year-old says, I didn't bring him uh, up to turn out that way, is that parent in denial? Well, there are teenage thugs like this all over the city, but are they all the product of a bad upbringing? Well, that's the big debate on this latest edition of Opinions Matter, and it was brought up by a guy called Connor, who sent us an email to allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. That's allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. Anyway, I want you to have a listen to this. You should talk about this on your podcast, says Connor. I live in an estate in Coolock, and there's a 15-year-old little hard man living on my road that is causing mayhem in the area. He's been a little shit since he was 12. Always was. 
Uh, but in the last year, he's out of control. He's been involved in fights in the area. He's beaten up other teenagers and a girl. Been smoking weed since he was 12. He uh, has been in robbed cars, wrecking the place. He's a little shit. The thing is, I know his mother well, and she's taking no responsibility for the way he's turned out. She keeps saying to all my neighbor, uh, all our neighbours, uh, I've done the best that I could. It's not my fault he's like this. I didn't bring him up this way. So who is to blame? He, um, he, he's let run the streets since he could walk and he has never had a dad on the scene to put him straight. She's fully to blame and her attitude really wrecks my head, says Connor. You should highlight this on your podcast. Parents need to step up and take responsibility. Thanks, lads. And that's from a guy called uh, Connor. So Connor's fairly pissed off with this uh, yeah. young young fella. I've been dying to get my teeth into this topic all day. Uh, and I'm going to say some stuff during this podcast that's going to annoy some of you. If it does, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, opinions matter and all that. But here's the thing. She is 150% to blame. Like, who else is to blame? The milkman? The postman? Leo Vradker? Me his surroundings? Harden? His friends? No, no, no. None of that's to blame. Your job... As a parent, you have one job as a parent, uh, basically, and that job is to bring up your children correctly. That's the only job you have. It's the only thing you have to do, uh, but whatever means uh, necessary. And I'm sorry, if, oh, did, did I read correctly in his message that this young fellow was smoking cannabis at the age of 12? Uh, yeah. 12. Yeah. yeah. But this mother is said, and, and, I, she, uh, and she was oblivious to that. Of course. I did the best I could. It's not my see. fault he's like this. I didn't bring him up this way. And I know that mother is listening because she actually commented on the previous post to say, that's my son you're, you're talking about. And you're welcome to come on and defend yourself. I know you won't because there is no defense because, and I, I have to say this, you failed as a parent. Your job as a parent is to raise your child so that they will turn out. Now, I won't say in all cases, there's 1% of cases where a parent can do everything for their child and the child is just a bad, bad egg. But in 99% of the cases um, where... There's two factors here, by the way, and the the second factor is even more controversial. Um, The the first factor is that if you raise your child to have respect for property and respect for other people, they're they're not going to end up being one of these little scumbags that you see on videos uh, all the time causing causing mayhem. Secondly, uh, the one thing, the one common denominator that these stories always have we're doing this type of radio 25 years. I've been hearing stories about Little Torax for 25 years. I spent a lot of time up in the courts um, looking at different court cases with juvenile uh, offenders um, in court. And there's always one common denominator. And that is? And that's not where you live, by the way. It doesn't matter where you live. Um, so this isn't about area. I grew up in a rough enough area. Never committed a crime in my life. Adrian grew up, grew up in an absolute kip of an area. Never committed a crime well, in I his didn't, life. Really? Ah, you did. <laughs> um, but the one common denominator here, yeah, is that what? Go on. What is it? No, daddy. There's never a daddy. Would you give over? But there's, there's not. There's never a daddy. So you're telling me that no child, teenager that gets into trouble, or every teenager who gets rarely, into trouble has no dad? Rarely, rarely. That's rarely. a load of shite. Would you give over? What? So you're now blaming single mother parents? Like, what's Santos saying? Jeremy, you scumbag, just because you grew up in Fox Rock. Well, no, he didn't grow up in Fox oh, Rock. No, grew up in a working class estate, Santos. But hang on, let, let me just go back. Take a step back for one second. Yeah, um, I, I know personally of people who've been in trouble. 
and they do have a dad and their dad lives with them for okay, God's sake. I'm not, I'm not saying in every case, but I'm saying in most cases. So uh, hang on. I, I hope you're aware of what you're saying and that you don't backtrack on what you're no, saying. I'm saying you are a, saying it, that pa- it, it, children brought okay, first, up by lone parent first, mothers first of all, hang can, on, first are much all, more can, likely can, to end up in trouble. First of all, calm down for a start. Okay? No, because it's a disgraceful thing to say. Let's just move on. That is a disgraceful thing to say, that there's no dads around when kids get into trouble. I'm That's saying, absolute I'm shite. Saying, I'm saying in a lot of cases... Let me see what everybody else thinks about your statement there. But first of all, don't misquote me. I didn't say every case, and I didn't also... You said s- in most cases there's no I, dad around. And I'm, don't reverse it around. I'm not saying that every um, kid that's been brought up by a single parent is going to end up in crime either. That's not what I'm saying. So listen to me carefully. Okay, but you're I'll saying say that kids sl- who grow I'll up... Say, who- I'll just shut up for a sec. I'll say it slowly. I'll say it slowly so you can compute it, Adrian, and other people can compute it. First of all, I'm not saying it's where you grew up, okay? It's not about where you grew up. I grew up in an area where there was a lot of scumbags. I didn't end up being a scumbag. But I'm saying in a lot of these cases that you hear about uh, Darden, who's up on 15 charges of joyriding cars, uh, or Darren, who's being thrown rocks at buses, there is rarely a father on the scene. Well, I think that's absolute shite. I think oh, you're, okay. uh, and, uh, your, your statistics are based on what? Okay. Where, where, what are you basing this on? 25 years of talking about these topics. That was the first thing I said when we, when we discussed this. But you're and pulling statistics out of fresh air. Sorry, what do you mean I'm pulling them out of, out of fresh air? You're talking rubbish. That there's no, there, uh, you're saying that in nine times out of ten, uh, when a young fella is, is up to no good, or a young one for that matter, uh, there tends not to be a dad around. I, well, I never said nine times. N- okay, nine in times a lot of cases is what you said. Now, I got a message uh, just a moment ago. And to the best of our knowledge, it is related directly to this young fella that we're talking about, uh, because this young fella is hanging around in a gang uh, in Kulak. And this message says, Adrian, that Kulak gang chased my kid for weeks. Uh, One day he came into the house. His face was roaring red after being chased by this gang in Kulak. So I went and chased them and caught two of them. I didn't touch them, but I warned them not to touch my kid again. Before I knew it, 20 minutes later, a load of adults came down, smashed my house uh, and car, dragged my partner by the hair in front of my kids, and then the guardie came to my uh, house and found a butcher's knife and other weapons. They still uh, chased him. I've seen some videos of what they've done to uh, kids. Dublin City Council won't help my family to get away from this area. Uh, being honest, we're afraid of what's going to happen. I'm sick of uh, going to the guardie. Uh, they know who it is. And that's from a guy who, a father, who we asked to talk to us on this program, and his answer to us was, I'm too afraid. He would not talk. And this is a gang of kids that we're talking about. So he is so afraid of this gang of kids, and more importantly, their parents, that uh, he won't speak to us on the program. But that was the message that he sent to us uh, just a while ago. Now, uh, John, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, John? How are you doing, Arjun? How are you? You're very annoyed with Jeremy. Why? Well, yeah, because like, the simple fact is, that, you know, you can't be blaming uh, parents and fathers did that uh, it's it's not the fact that you know the parents have done a great job of trying to bring their kids up. Um, my own brother has, uh, as I call it, a little bastard. And uh, from day one, um, you know, he was a great child, like up to 10, 11, 12, and he just changed. Him. And um, but they have to go to work. They have to do what they have to do every day for the rest of the family. And um, 
Like, you know, like, who, who, how, why are they to blame? How are they to blame? Because, as uh, Jeremy said, I'll let Jeremy, Jeremy answer. Sorry, how who, are the parents to blame? Well, who's to blame? The postman? Should we blame the postman? They done what they could. I'm not to tell you already. They done what they could. Yeah, it's not their fault. It's it was. You so know, who, who's whose fault? Whose fault is it? If you want to apportion blame, who, who, who's, who, who do you want to apportion blame to? It's the kid's fault. That's who it is. So you, okay, so fault. hang on. This kid that you're talking about, you say he became a little brat from the age of 12 on. Um, did Mammy and Daddy not spot this? Spot a mile away, uh, Adrian. I can tell you, thousand ten. I, I've heard you heard all day with the shit that they went through. And they just couldn't, you know, and they can't. You know, um, no matter what they do, you know, no matter what they do, he's, he's, he's broken their heart so many times that the shit he's caused... And um, breaking people's windows, breaking people's cars, breaking people's property, and um, the money they have paid out uh, to, to people, um, it, it's just a bargain. Okay, now, so what you're saying is that uh, this little young fellow who's caused mayhem uh, around, all around him, his parents did everything or continue to do everything that they possibly can. Definitely down and um, trying to keep him out of trouble with the guards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, JLO, whatever you've got to call them, these JLOs that uh, you know to get. Um, um, the key to now courts and what have you not and warnings and warnings and more warnings you know uh, it's not it's definitely not their fault and it's definitely you know okay hey, now, now Jeremy you, you said at the outset it is always the parents fault it's not the postman's fault yeah um, and this guy is telling you quite clearly that these parents have done everything in their power to control the young fella and he's un- he's uncontrollable basically but you can see these and I'm not a child psychologist but you can see these I knew even as a kid yeah I knew growing up in my area I always knew which kids were going to end up in trouble because they were always the kids that were let run the streets. I was called in at a respectable time every night. I was always brought in. I was one of the first kids to be brought in off the street. I hated it as a teenager, but looking back on it now, I can see what my parents were trying to do. They were trying to get me off the streets at night. Uh, okay. But yeah, I, but I, 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 I look, hang on, hang on. I look, don't ask, don't ask a question and then don't wait for the answer. This is his what brother. The, what the, point, the point I'm trying to make is, by the time the teenager has become a little shit, like this kid in Kulak who's 15 now, there's no point closing the gate. That boat, that horse has already bolted. That started at 12 years of age when that mother obviously... Well, you obviously weren't listening to what John is after saying. I am listening. That his brother, from the very start of him starting to be a troublesome young fella, did everything in his power. And, and do you genuinely mean that, John? That, uh, that your brother and his wife have done everything in their power? 110%. Everything they could. And everything they can still do, you know. They haven't given up nothing, but... You know, even my family said, he's going to be a right bastard when he's older. And he is getting to that stage where, look, um, like even my brother said, look, the minute he's like old enough to go, he's gone. Because like, he's bringing the whole family down um, and he's getting the fuck out. Like, basically. Okay. So as soon as he's old enough, he's going to be thrown out of the house. Absolutely gone. And I believe him, I believe him, because he's, my brother is very strict. We, we come from a strict family. like. You and, know. By, and by the way, Jeremy, uh, there is a father on the scene in this case, um, and that's but, John's but, but, brother. Yeah, but again, I never said in every case. You implied. No, I didn't You say. implied. You I did. I literally said not in all cases, so why are you twisting No, but it? you said in the majority of cases. In the, the majority, what? In the majority of cases. In a lot of cases, yeah. In a lot of cases. Oh, now you're backtracking already. You said in the majority of cases there's no father around. Sorry, do you want statistics? Because I don't have... I'm just saying in the 25... Adrian, first of all, take your bullshit hat off. You've been doing this type of radio with me the same amount of time. You Mm -hmm. know as well, 
you know as well because it's a question you've always asked the parents of these teenage tugs is there a father there to no, I've to never asked that question oh, I wouldn't oh, ask oh, that God, question okay, but yeah okay. so John your point is that your uh, brother has done everything in his power that he is not necessarily do you, do you apportion any blame to your brother uh, for the way the young fellas turned out no I don't definitely not because the rest of the kids are they're great kids you know and they went on to do great things even the eldest fella there so um, there's no, there's no, no, I can't, sure, how can I, you know, like they walk, they walk hard, they've always walked hard, you know, and um, there's always, they say this is one always bad apple, and, you know, um, they, they try their best, Adrian, you know, um, I don't know what else to say to Jeremy. And, uh, and I don't either, because, uh, Jeremy, here's the fact of it, God, God forbid. Oh, here we go, God forbid your kids turn out. Again, well, no, I, you, you, you don't I, have teenage kids yet. No, I don't have teenage you don't, kids. You don't know how difficult your teenagers will become. Oh. They could become nightmares. And then we'll, we'll have a completely different conversation in, in that time. But now we're talking... There's no point talking about, oh, what may happen in the future? What may happen down the road? No, but you, you, you're, you're judging people. You're saying parents are responsible. And in a lot of cases, again, there's no father around. Sandy, Sandy Clark getting all uh, triggered again, not listening to what I'm saying. Open your ears, guys. Jeremy, this has nothing to do with a dad not being there. Don't even go there. Well, first of all, Sandy, I'll go where I bloody want. Uh, it's my opinion. Okay, so don't tell me... Don't tell me uh, what opinion I should have and what opinion I shouldn't have. I didn't, I'm not saying it's always down to a father not being there, but I said the, the common denominator in all the years that uh, I've spoken about teenage thugs on this show, 25 years, so I think that's enough of experience to make me qualified to, t- to speak about this, thanks very much, is that the, col- the common denominator had always been that um, there has been no father around. And I get it. Being no, a, you just said always. Being a single parent is very, very difficult. How can a mother, I, I, I don't know how single mothers do it, how a single mother can keep an eye on a child 24-7 because they have to go to work and do all these things. And that's where the whole thing breaks down. Your big fear, Adrian, when you were a kid, and I remember because you told me this, and it was the same as mine, your big fear of stepping out of line when you were a kid was that, wait till your father no, gets No, it was actually my mother I was more terrified well, of. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. She is a terrifying woman. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It was, you had two parents there. To, kids are little shits, okay? And they will take advantage of any weakness they see in a parent. Yeah? Okay, let me... I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I even see with my young fella, who's eight, he's not a little shit, but I see him testing me. Mm-hmm. But That'll only get worse. But there's two of us there. We have a united front. There's two of us there, okay? Two parents can put up a better fight against the child than one parent. That's the point I'm trying to make. So, with your don't go there bullshit, I will go there. Thanks. Let me go to Dougie. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dougie? I'm very well, Adrian. How's yourself? Uh, very good, thanks, Dougie. Now, what did you want to say on this? Can uh, our parents always at fault if their teenagers turn out to be little thugs? I would say not as often. They do turn out to be little thugs and little gets to hell. And they end up in court. They get a nice wee lawyer, and the lawyer says, ah, but he's got a disadvantaged background. Uh, he comes for this, he comes for that. But there's thousands of other decent teenagers out there, decent kids out there, that don't become little thugs and little gets to hell. And it's not fair blaming all single parents. That's what I'm trying to say. They're not to blame. It's the law system is protecting the child at all times. Yes, okay. So if a child gets into trouble, so we've, we've a double-edged problem here. If a child gets into trouble, the court system is extremely lenient on children. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Do you think there is any blame to be apportioned to parents then? Yes, of course. I was brought up properly. I know a few of my friends who had single-parent families and they were brought up properly. 
it's a case of like, the law and even the, the lead the way the system is now, if a parent smacks a child, the parent is in trouble, in serious trouble. It all needs everybody a bit of common sense, which is lacking everywhere. Donna, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Donna? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How is yourself? I'm good, thanks, Donna. Well, what did you want to say on this? Are parents always at fault or always to blame if uh, yeah. kids get into trouble, if they become uh, disruptive teenagers? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, of course you are the ones to blame because they're the ones that are raising the children from nod. Do you know that way? They should know where the kids are. If your child is out after 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, you should be the one responsible going out and checking and seeing where they are. You know, I just think that it's... Well, when they're, when they're, when they're 14, 15 and 16, mammy coming out in yeah. the street, daddy coming out in the street looking for them. Well, yeah, yeah, might I use it that when I was a teenager, 100%, used to make a show of me, <laughs> but I turned out okay, you know. Um, what I wanted to say was, I don't agree with what Jeremy just said. I normally do agree with what he has to say, but um, he's kind of running down single mothers. I'm a single mother to a young little boy, and he is actually the most nicest little kid that you'd ever come across. And he's well-disciplined when he's bold, and I know for a fact, hand on my heart, that when he goes out and he's a teenager, he won't be causing any trouble or running amok. It is hard being a single mother, but at the end of the day, we still have to do it. And judgment like that is very outdated, and I'm surprised with his comments, to be honest. Okay, now, Jeremy, she's not happy with your comments on uh, on single parents. Well, no, you must have missed the point. No, of, I'm not. But, Donna, literally three minutes ago, and maybe you weren't listening to the point, three minutes ago... I was listening, yeah. You tried to justify what you said. You tried to backtrack no, what, you no, what you said. What no, no, what, what I said was, what I said was, single parents are doing a very, very difficult job, and children need... Um, a lot of the time need two parents when it comes to discipline if they're getting out of control. Not all the time. No, Sometimes not... if the father is around, it could cause more problems than, but than yeah, anything. If the, if the father... And just because, just because um, the way you were brought up, if your father was in work and your mother said, oh, wait, and your father gets home, I'm I'm the boss of my child, and when he's bold, he knows that he's going to get disciplined by me. Doesn't need to be told, wait till your father gets home. Uh, you... Well, he's not going to be coming no, home. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm the boss. Okay, um, uh, 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 Jeremy's argument was, Jeremy's argument was that um, a a trend that he has noticed over the years is uh, juveniles appearing before courts and uh, generally in trouble. In an awful lot of cases, he argues in the majority of cases, there is no father around. Now, that's not to say... That's his opinion. That's not to say say that your child is going to end up in trouble. He won't. But when I was in school, I noticed um, an awful lot of the the kids that were misbehaving and took up an awful lot of the teachers' time and the kids that actually wanted to learn. They had parents, both the parents at home, and they they came from dysfunctional families. You know, so his his statement is, is totally wrong. It's very outdated, actually, to be honest with you. We're not living in the 60s. There you go, Jeremy. Um, we're not living in the 60s. Your your statement and your comment is very outdated. Yeah, 100%. And I always agree with him, to right. be honest. I always think he's right. And it, you know what? It outrageous as a statement there. I always agree with him. But, but to be honest with this, I don't agree with him at all. Well, again, uh, again, it's okay to disagree with me once. Nobody can agree all the time. All I'm saying is I'm just... Ba- and this is this is a side issue, by the way. Um, this isn't what the whole issue is about. Well, no, it, it's not really a side issue, you've made it an issue. Well, not the next... Exactly. By, by your, you, well, no, the you've ne- made it well, an issue ne- by your next, statement. The next caller is going to 
go uh, one step further. So wait for it. Now, Cathy's been on to She says, has Jeremy got any statistics on the statement again? Cathy, at the risk of repeating myself, uh, 25 years doing this, uh, doing topics about juvenile teenagers, 25 years in the courts, 25 years following these stories. And I have sat in the court as juvenile offender after juvenile offender has, has stood up in front of the judge and the solicitor for the defender, uh, sorry, Judge, um, little Jono here. I mean, his he, he hasn't known his father has been being brought up in a single parent family. His mother has been trying her best. Why do why do um, if this isn't an issue, then why do solicitors in courts use it as a defense to try and get? A solicitor will use any sort of defense. Yeah, but, no, but why, did, why, why, why did they use that? Why did they use that? They, they, they'll use any sort of defense they can think of. Okay, let's have a listen to um, what Eric has to say on this. This actually sounds like the young fella that uh, used to live next to me, except this was in body one. But uh, yeah, it's it's just deplorable behaviour. Like it's, it's all over the place, unfortunately, especially in North Dublin. Opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29th September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie. Supporting local business. Now, Stan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Stan? Good afternoon, Adam. Um, well, Stan, can you always blame parents when uh, a child becomes a troublesome teenager? Well, it stops at the parents. That's the number one stop. I mean, you're the one who brought them into the world. And at this reason, I've done everything I could. You obviously didn't. You're dragging him off the road at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, at 11, 12 years of age, and stick him in his room. You know, this business, oh, no, you can't send out. Oh, he's just this, he's just that. That's bullshit. And I'm sorry, to, but I have to back up Jeremy on this, Adrian. The statistics are out there. I mean, you've a one in five chance. I mean, it, it was it's well out there. I remember Noel Boylan doing a big topic on it one night, and that's how I know the statistics are out there. You have, you have a worse outcome statistically if you're brought up by one parent, and the reason that is because there's only one there where being a parent takes two people. You know, it does. So where the child takes two people, I mean, that one person cannot be everywhere at once. No, of course, I mean, of course. That girl, I'm no, sorry, no, Adrian, but that girl said we're not living in the 60s. But Adrian, that girl said, well, oh, we're not back in the 1960s. Back in the 1960s, we hadn't got as many single-parent families. No, I agree okay, with we you. Hadn't I agree got with gangs, you. Yes, right. We hadn't got gangs running around taking over housing estates. I mean, if you look, and look at the estates that they're in, Adrian. They're in estates where there is the majority are single-parents. And I'm sorry to say it, but that is the truth. I mean, you look, you look, to all the people being self-righteous here in the comments section, including Adrian being self-righteous, if you saw... No, because I think no, it's no, 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 shy. Just, just wait for a second. If you I think s- it's very offensive to somebody who's a lone parent right now uh, bringing up a child all by herself, like that lady there uh, a moment ago. Well, why is it offensive? Why yeah. is it offensive if because Statistics don't lie, Adrian. Hang Statistics on. don't lie. Stan, that Adrian. woman that was on just a minute ago is doing a good job yeah. with her child. Adrian, facts and don't. I'm sure she is. And the majority of single parents are. They are. But unfortunately, statistics will tell you, the majority of these scumbags sitting in the Mount Joy come from broken yeah. homes. And it's the first thing they say in the court case, Adrian. Yeah, it is. And Adrian, facts don't care about your feelings, so don't, don't, be, don't. don't be confusing the two. And yeah. not everybody's going to end Adrian. up like that. Adrian, I ended up in jail. Sorry, I came from a mum and dad. Three brothers, or two brothers, three sisters. Every one of them perfect. Between 14 and 19, I got myself locked up a few times. My family were totally different. But, you know, so it's not all about just because you come from a single parent. Some kids just do, I just 
went that way because of something that happened. You know, but I swung the life back around because I had the help of a man and a dad and brothers and sisters. I they helped me get through it. Okay, but can, I, can I say another thing on this? Because to everybody being yeah. self-righteous about this, yeah? To everybody being self-righteous about this and saying, oh, it's not politically correct and it's not the 60s. If you, if we put a video up on Facebook right now, yeah? Mm. If we put a video up, say, I'm just going to pull a place out of the air, Summerhill in North County, Dublin. If we put up a video... That was recorded last night in Summer uh, Summerhill, North County, Dublin, yeah? And this video was taken at 11 o'clock last night, yeah? And it showed a group of young fellas from, say, 12 to 15, okay? At 11 o'clock at night, 12 to 15, and they were out throwing rocks at cars going by and having a laugh and pushing trolleys in front of cars. We've all seen videos like that. If we put that video up on Facebook now, every single one of you would comment under that video with the same thing. And what would that comment be? Where's the parents? Where's the parents? They're not so going to say, where's the single saying. mother, though? No, get over it. You're obsessed with single mothers. Get over single mothers. We're, we're over it. No, you, because people are really offended by what no, you no, have you said. Are, you are. Well, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a single mother, so I'm not offended. The fact of the matter is, um, uh, Stan, you've half shot your argument in the foot because uh, you were brought up by two parents. Yeah, um, well, not every, not every child brought up by one parent is going to end up in jail either. It's statistics. That's what I mean. I was able to come through because my mum and dad were there to back me up. If I had come from just my mum being there, I don't think she would have been able to because she wouldn't have been able to look after me. But Hang on, listen to what she said. Nobody was because you ended up in prison. I did, and then I came out because my mum and dad were there to help me through it. That's what I'm saying. I had a family behind me. I went off the rails. They had other kids. They had to look after them. They tried their best with me. They did like that other man said. My mum and dad tried fucking everything. They tried dragging me in off the okay, street. Okay, but then I that, that, the that, okay, that comes you know, back to... You know, there is some kids. Yes, but look, listen to what I'm saying. At least there was two there. There was at least two there to try and look after me. Imagine how hard that would have been if one of my parents was standing around. That's what I'm saying. So, yes, when there's two there, it's a much better outcome for the child. We all know that. Okay, stay there for one second because um, you, you've, like I said, you, you've kind of shot your your own argument in the foot because you had two parents and and you've said they did their very best and still you yeah. ended up in, in in trouble. And this is the point that I'm trying to make in this conversation that parents can try their very best. Are you deliberately trying to be? Are you deliberately trying to be stupid here? And nothing is absolutely. Yeah, no, you're being. I think he is. I think he is. No, nothing, you're being a, a holier than thou prick no. like you usually are. Nothing is absolute. In this world, okay? you make nothing, it out to be absolute. No, nothing though. is ab- even Stan didn't say it was absolute. Nothing is absolute. So Stan makes a comment, and you jump on. You say, "Oh, so Stan, are you saying that if there's no father, every kid's going to end up in prison?" That's not what he's saying. There are, there are exceptions to every rule, but there are also t- statistics. Okay, in fr- more more men are done for speeding on the Irish roads than women. That is a st- statistic. Okay, but then let me. So you mean every Irish man speeds? Yeah. No, no, okay. No, but then no, no, let, me that, to, ans- let me go back to the conversation, Stan. Stan, are your parents to blame because you ended up a little shit and ended up in prison? No. No, there at the you start, go. yeah. And no, but told them at the start, Jack, because he didn't do enough to drag me in and lock me up. He should have locked me up. But then we would have had the do-gooders on saying, you can't do that, you can't lock him up. Like, my dad should have gave me a dig, but you'd have the do-gooders on saying, you can't hit a child. If my dad had gave me a dig, I probably wouldn't have taken half the stuff I'd done. But he didn't. You know, so you got to look at it that way. It's not every, not every single person's going to do this, not every, but statistically, and if you look at the statistics, statistically, there's more kids in trouble in prison that come from broken homes. I mean, the statistics only out last week, one in every four child is now born into a single uh, parent household. Okay, stay there for a second. Stay there for a second, because, uh, Anne, you're annoyed listening to what you're hearing here. Uh, what did you want to say? Well, uh, why? Well, hey, you guys. How hey, Anne, how are you? 
good things. Stan is wrong by what he's saying. Because at the end of the day, yes, you can bring up a child single-handedly. It doesn't have to always come from, uh, from uh, a mother and father to raise your child. Like I was, list- I was listening to uh, the caller, Donna, was that her name? Yep. She, with her being a single parent, and she was, after, she was after turning around, and she was after saying that she, she feels like she's doing a great job by bringing up her child. At the end of the day, it is the parents' fault the way the kids behave, especially that little t- that little fucking scumbag in the look, the way uh, he's going around, mm. uh, what you call it, terrorising that family in their home. Yes, of course it's, it's the parents' fault. Of course it's the parents' fault. Who, whose fault? Who, who else is to blame? Only the parents. I think a, a lot of the blame can be a portion. Let's, let's face facts here, ladies and gentlemen. Kids are amazing liars. Teenagers especially are brilliant liars. We all did it when we... It's the one thing all teenagers so how, how have, come, have in come, common. They're good at lying. How come your kids weren't out robbing cars, Adrian, at 15 years of age? Well, maybe they were. They just weren't caught, so I don't know about it. Well, you know they were No, weren't. I know they weren't. Yeah. Um, I, 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 am I going to say it's because I'm an amazing parent? No, well, I'm no, not. I wouldn't even say that. No, well then. No. There's but, no perfect parent. No, there's not. No. And I mean, you look... No. You look even... You look at... Um, you know, say for what's that chef's name, Adrian, whose whose son has been in trouble with the law with the drugs and all that. Um, the woman, the woman. What's her name? Alan. Yeah, can't remember her name. What's her name? Um, uh, Alan. Um, Doreen Ray, Allen. Ray, no, it's Rachel. Rachel Allen. Uh, Rachel Allen, and whose son in awful trouble with drugs. My God, I'm sh- and I've seen her being interviewed on the TV. Completely distraught. I've d- I did all I, c- I could. I did all I could. You know, um, he's not from a, a single parent background or anything like that. There are ones that just fall through the cracks, no matter what you do. And that's again, that's the point we made, Adrian, that you missed. That Stan said there is no absolutes here. Well, um, and, and what do you say to that? Well, at the end of the day, I still stand by what I say. And at the end of the day, the parents are at fault on their kids' behaviour. Simple as the parents are to blame on their kids' behaviour. Like I live, I, I don't live too far away from, uh, I live in Northwood and I'm not too far away from Ballymun. And the amount of little fucking tow rags that I see and the way they behave and everything is absolute sickening. So it is. It's pure and you, sickening. And you put that down totally to parents, that the parents yeah. aren't around 100%. keeping an eye on the morning, noon and night. 100%. Okay, 100%. now the, po- the point that I was making a minute ago uh, is that when we were teenagers, we were all extremely good liars. And you uh, might think that your child is well-behaved enough and then uh, unbeknownst to you as a parent, they're in with the wrong crowd and they're getting into all sorts of uh, trouble. And you may not even know about that trouble until it actually comes to your front door with the Gardaí uh, and they can get away with it for years. That's the point that I'm trying to make. That you can't, when a teenager is a teenager, you can't keep them locked up. You can't lock them in their room for the rest of their days. No, you can't. But at the end of the day, the parents need to discipline their child. They need to teach their child. That's, uh, okay, right yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, and I agree. But that is to suggest that a parent knows full well what their child is getting up to. And I'm arguing with you that in a lot of cases, parents don't know what they're getting yeah, up to. Yeah, no, no, they don't. But that's your job as well, Adrian. 
You, you <laughs> think you're going to be in your son's pocket every time he goes outside the front door when he's a teenager? Then you want to get a grip because you won't be. You absolutely won't yeah, you, be. You can and only, any parent who thinks yeah, that you can be uh, with them morning, noon and night. But if we go back to the story that we were talking about, this, this, this young fella uh, in Kulak, this is the topic we're talking about. So let's, let's focus on that. This young fella in Kulak was um, a little shit since the age of 12. Mm-hmm. Now, you're trying to say that the mother of this 12-year-old couldn't have known where he was. Or maybe 12. she didn't, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So well, you're uh, not a good liar as a so teenager, right? Me if I was in Kulak. Were, you, were you a good liar when you were a teenager, Anne? Yeah, I was. Yes, uh, because I know I was. I was an absolutely brilliant liar. Yeah, yeah. I was smoking when I was 13. My parents didn't know I was smoking because I was so clever and so cute about how I hid it from them. They hadn't a fucking clue. Yeah, I was the same. I was the same. They didn't find out until I was 18. There you go. That's exactly the point that I'm trying to make here, that uh, kids can be very deceptive and can be up to all sorts without a parent having a clue. I'm sure you go back to Stan. Stan, I'm sure you knew where your kids were 12 years of age, did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Of course I did, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, at 12, obviously, but as they get no, that, older, that's when, hang on, when, no. they're, when they're 13, 14, and 15, that's when it gets much harder. That's when it starts. No, you tell them you're going one place and go somewhere else. That's what kids do. As that, a teenager, it's your, it's your job to try and get away from your parents. As a parent, it's your job to try and keep an eye on your teenagers. I know, but uh, it's very hard for the two to uh, to uh, meet yeah. in the middle. Stay there for a second. I want to bring in uh, this WhatsApp voice note from Cass. Sorry, here is a uh, voice note that I want to play. From Cat. Hi guys, um, sorry I can't come on the show, but um, I definitely think the parents have a lot to do with their kids running wild. When I was in college, um, back some 20 years ago, I was on an imp bus, um, I was in Torger in college, and I sat beside this girl, um, she was 16, and she beat me up because I sat beside her. She gave me a black eye, had a black eye for two weeks after, she pulled my hair, it was very upsetting. Um, nothing could be done. Nobody, nobody even confronted her. They just told me her name, and it actually left me very shaken. I went to the guards. Nothing they could do because she was a minor. Um, I did um, hear afterwards when she was 21, 22, she was caught robbing a post office or something like that. And yeah, I definitely blame like 16 years of age. Um, Hitting, you know, pulling someone's hair like and hitting someone in the eye for no reason. It's just tuggery. Um, I live in a lovely estate, but there is one family in our estate. Now, they're very quiet, but they have a son. He's just barely five. He is left run wild. Quarter past ten one night during the summer, he was about to knock on our door to call in to my kids. Now, my kids do not play with him because I don't want them to play with him. He seems like a fine, he's, he seems like an okay child, but he is left run around, he's left run to the shop, crossing a busy road. I think it's crazy. I'm sure where are the parents? And I shudder to think what way he's going to turn out. Thanks, guys. Love the show. You're, you're fantastic. Bye. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29th September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie. Supporting local business. And as Cash was saying just before the break there, um, if by 15-year-old the child is behaving that way, 
it's too late. It's too late. These things start, and again, I sound like Dr. Phil here, but these thing, things start, there are warning signs, yeah? And I, I see this. Um, again, I saw it from, from young fellas that I grew up in my estate. You always knew the ones, and they were the ones that were let walk the streets at 11 o'clock at night at the age of 13. By the age of 15, they were robbing cars. By the age of 18, they were uh, involved in crime. So it doesn't just... Your kid just doesn't wake up on the Monday morning becoming a little tough. No, no, that no, I happen. agree with you. I this agree with you. But over, it, over but, uh, I'm going to come back again to the point that I was making a couple of minutes ago, that uh, teenagers, by their very nature, are yeah. brilliant liars. So okay? how, come, how come every teenager isn't a teenager? Because some then? just don't. Oh, no, but how come? No, Mr. Because t- some have it in Mr. them. Mr. Expert here. No, come on, tell me. Some have a bad streak in them. Where do they get the bad streak? It's not something... No parent teaches their child to have a bad streak. Ah, here we go. Now, you sound like one of the parents that we've no, had no on the parent. show for years. I didn't raise me child to... But no, no parent th- does. I didn't raise me child to, to rob no that shop. No parent does. That's the point. If, if if somebody becomes a murderer, did Joe O'Reilly's mother raise him to be a murderer? Oh no, she God, didn't. Is that what, is that Ridiculous. The, really? They're, they're the straws you're plucking now. No, no, no. I'm, I, what I'm arguing with you is that a parent doesn't bring their child up to be bad. No. Some of them just have bad bones in their body. And some of it is down to bad rearing. Of, of, how can you not get it into your head? I understand what you're trying to say, but you're saying it in absolute terms, and it's not absolute. Uh, let me go to line one, and that is Elaine, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Elaine. Yeah, hi, guys. How's things? Good, Good thanks, to be on Elaine. The show. What did you want to say on this? Good. So, yeah, um, I, I disagree with what you were saying there, Jeremy. So, basically, or sorry, yeah, um, Basically, I'm a, I'm a single parent. I have five children. I'm separated the last 12 years. My youngest child is 15. Every single one of my children, from the eldest now, is going on 29. So every single one of my children for the last 12 years, I wear it on myself. I always made it my business to know exactly where my kids were, exactly who they were with. I used to say to them, look, where are you going? They'd say, I'm going to such a place. I'd say, OK, well, then um, don't mind, uh, you know, you might just expect me or, you know, ex- always expect the unexpected. So I'd arrive where they are, making sure they are where they are. And they say, oh, you're making a show of me. I didn't care. Every single one of my kids and that guy that was on earlier on, what was his name? Stan. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like he's talking through his backside because basically any young woman out there, people are separated or can be a single parent. And that's just sometimes a broken marriage, sometimes maybe a death of a husband or something. So, so you know, when we go into marriage and we have children, we expect that we're going to be united. Nobody knows what's ahead and it doesn't always take two people it takes a damn good strong woman to rear children and to keep them in tow and I I agree with you wholeheartedly and I have known many people who were brought up by a lone parent that turned out to be some of the most wonderful people I've ever worked with I've ever associated with um, didn't turn out as troublemakers uh, and all of that and Stan if you're still there Stan she's basically Uh saying you're talking a load of rubbish can I ask you a question? Absolutely, yeah. Would it have been easier if those two years in it? Just, uh, just would it have been easier, it be easier to learn if would it would it have been easier if there was the two, if your husband and you had stayed together and read them together? Just would it have been easier? Because um, you sound like you've done an amazing job, and I will credit you that you sound like you've done an amazing job. Um, may maybe because maybe you see I. 
when, so when it was just it, me. It, would it not be easier to learn your five kids with two people? Oh, well, you yeah, know the obviously, yeah. obviously. So there yeah. you have it. But, there you have but, it. Stan, I'm just saying, it might be, but I made it my job to make I, sure none of yes, my kids are delinquents are and you, are and you the are streets. the perfect. You're the you, you were the perfect parent. parent. That's no, what I said. I'm I never said. I never said every single um, child. I never said every child that came from one parent family is going to end up like that. I just said the statistics are out there to prove that the kids with coming from one parent family have a higher so, chance of them than up in trouble. That's just the statistics. But then a lot of balance down to the parent as well. As you said, you were very active because you were on your own. You had to do twice the work. And all I'm saying is, woman, not being easier is the work too. You there to have to, you know, have. Oh, but can I just say one other thing, Stan? So basically, you've got other couples that are together and their kids, there is a, a working family together and their kids are little shits running around the streets. And I can't my family. I can't my family. Five of my siblings turned out absolutely perfect. Never a blemish on the record. I went through a bad taste because I had a bad accident when I was a teenager and I went off the rails for six years. Now, is that my parents' fault or is that my fault? But can I just say... I had a mum and dad. I had a mum and dad there. Yeah, yeah. Can I point something out as well? One thing is for sure, right? From the time a baby is born, you have to mould that child into what you want for that child, for their future and the whole lot, okay? If you don't have the work in, if you don't have the work in with your children before they're 10, you've... You may like you've, you've okay, but, uh, let me let right, me go back. Listen to what I'm saying now. Listen to what I'm saying, I come from a family that nobody put a foot out of line. We were all raised the same way. It except, as a teenager, except, I had a very bad accident. Yep. Yeah, as it, no, up to up to up to the point I had my accident, I was perfect. No, I was never in trouble. I had a very bad accident that changed my life. I changed the course of my life when I was a teenager, and um. I went downhill after that for a couple of years. So it's that my parents' fault because they, they reared me the exact same way they reared my other two brothers and my three sisters. Well, uh, to tell you the truth, so if you had an accident, I don't know what the accident was or if you turned to drugs or alcohol as no, a... No, well, no, 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 I did that, that, uh, no, I that 10 years later, the alcohol abuse. I'm talking as a teenager, I had a bad, I had a bad accident, mm-hmm. changed the course of my life, I got into trouble. People are saying that's the parents' fault. How is it my parents' fault if the other, my other five siblings turned out well, absolutely because, perfect? Because, well, if you were my son, to tell you the truth, I'd make sure you're here, I'd make sure that you weren't causing havoc or if I knew that you were uh, out there doing something or you were going off the rails, I'd actually try and get you some kind of support or make sure that you're not going out there doing what you shouldn't be doing and talk to you. Nothing's ever 100%, is it? I mean, some of the brainiest from the most affluent uh, members of this world are in prison. Okay, some of the richest people are in prison. So they had great upbringings, they ended up. So not, nothing's ever 100%. I'm just saying, the statistics out there will tell you, the statistics out there will tell you, you have a higher chance there's more people in jail come from broken homes than are sitting in jail from two-parent families of, and, say, young offenders. And, and so, I'm going back to young offenders. I'm not okay. talking about adults yet. And Adrian, Adrian, Adrian wants statistics here, Adrian, so I just want you to read the report. Now, this is an official uh, statistic, a PhD statistic uh, report. Read the headline there that I've just put up in front of you. Uh, children growing up in a single parent family have a higher risk of criminal behaviour. Yeah, and it goes through all about the, um, the statistics and how more likely. Now, I'm not giving the, I'm not giving these details to to piss and shit on single parents. Most of my most of my friends are single parents doing a very difficult job. It's a job, and I say it every single day. Uh, we have three kids. 
and there's two of us and we struggle. I don't know how single parents struggle. So don't shoot the messenger. We didn't come up with these statistics. And this is insane. This is not saying that that, that previous caller who sounds like a great mother. This, not a say, this, this isn't saying if you're a single parent, your little kid is going to end up robbing a car by the age of 16. That's not what it's saying. But the statistics are saying, and again, it's not me coming up it's with It's the other way around, that kids who end up in trouble are more likely to come from uh, single parent that's families. All, that's all I was saying. But again, twisted. Everything gets twisted like a pretzel in the show. Emma Jane. Hey, Adrian and Jeremy. Um, I just wanted to give my quick opinion on this because I'm 19. I'm leaving my teenage years now. I've kind of seen it all. And any experience I've had, whether that was me getting bullied through secondary school, or just dealing with prick um, anytime a parent was involved in it. They turn around with the notion, like, my child's an angel, they'd never do that. They turn on you, and a lot of the time it's down to the parents. I mean, personally, I was brought up to respect people, not to hang around in groups, and if I am, just don't look like I'm causing trouble. And I just don't understand how that's very hard for some people to do. I do think it's down to how parents are raising kids. I do completely understand that some people have family issues, some people have things going on and that's completely fine but from my own personal experience the apple never fell far from the tree that's how i feel on it all right emma jane thank you and this is jer i kick up the hole for that we fucker doing no harm when we were kids we'd have been skinned if we'd done half of the things that even if we were standing around and witnessing any of the things that he's at we'd have been absolutely fucking killed we wouldn't have seen daylight and that's the truth Jerry, you have me terrified. Um, here's the thing, Jerry, and I agree with you um, in exactly so you what you just. Me? No, I agree with that, Jerry, oh, that sent that chair. message. Um, parents were a lot stricter because they were able to be a lot stricter. You were able to get a kick up the hole from your uh, old fellow. Ah, that's another, if that happened, no, no, that's another day's work. Now. No, 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 no. I, I believe part of the problem is that parents' ability to discipline their children has been taken away, and it has. If uh, you saw a father wallop his young fellow off the across the back of the head because he was after getting out of a stolen car you'd think oh that's I disgraceful funny, just before we go to the next call I'll tell this story very briefly to all of you because this just sums it up 30 years ago I'll never forget it 30 years ago on my road um, there was a young fellow and I think he was 14 or 15 at the time one day uh, when we were all in the house eating dinner in the front room he came up and threw eggs at the window of our living room threw eggs for no, no reason out of badness just badness and we were like, okay, what are we going to do about this? And my father went down to his father and say his name is Adrian. He says, Adrian, don't like calling on your door, but I just want to tell you your, your son's after coming up into our house and throwing three eggs at the windows, right on the windows. He said, hang on a second there, hang on a second there. Come here, called him out, out to the front door. Walloped the fuck out of him, God forgive me, in front of my father. He says, that won't happen again. Now, son, get in there, get a fucking bucket, get a sponge and get up to their house and clean the window. And that's the way it was dealt with. But the point that I'm trying to make now, uh, in 2022, if a parent did what you've just described in reaction to finding out their uh, their child was up to no good and he clattered the young fella, there would be murder. And I'm not saying that that was the right way to yeah, do it. No, nor am I. But I'm just saying but we, we, we never got eggs thrown out our window what I'm say, Yeah, and what I'm saying did. is that parents' ability to discipline has been taken away from them in a lot of cases. It really has. And I'm not condoning beating the shit out of kids and all of that. Yeah. But parents are terrified um, because kids are, are fighting back now. You kids are saying, wooden, you can't do that to you me. You got the wooden spoon, I did, yeah. I, yeah, got, yeah. I got the fish fryer. We are a bit posher. You know the fish fryer thing? That's what I got. Let me squeeze in one final uh, call, and that is... Michelle. Michelle, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Michelle? I totally agree with you. I totally, Adrian, just before we get started, the whole 
thing got to do with safeguarding children and parents are so afraid to hit their kids nowadays and what have you. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I know sometimes kids need a little bit of a bump. But back to the conversation that we're having and blaming moms and dads and things like that. I was brought up in a great um, family, mom, dad, great. And I am a firm believer it is who you hang around with. It is who your kids are with. I'm telling you, it was straight right now. Jay, I know you have kids, this time, Make sure you get them into, uh, whoever's listening, get them into football, get them into anything, everything, clubs, this, that, and, and keep yeah. them off the street. No, no, no I agree with you. I have to say, Michelle. It's scary, it's, it's scary what is going to happen in the next generation. Yeah. It Michelle, is scary. I, I'm terrified for your kids. Michelle, you have taken the words right out of my mouth because that was something. That you're oh, Gerald, which is very cosy. No, but this yeah, is no, no. You can call me whatever you want because I like someone who shares my parenting attitudes. We were always told um, yeah. as kids that what was with my parents always said, the devil makes work for idle hands. Yeah. And it was always the kids that had no interest. If a kid has no yeah. interest, so we have our kids and like, we, well, our son, Luke. Well, I, okay, I just, my whole thing about the whole situation is, yeah, keep them I busy. have experienced this firsthand. Like, I, I grew up in a great family. Mom and dad are great. My sister ends up, you know, getting involved with somebody. And, you know, Everything turned upside down. She's 23, 24 years and she's still ever had on drugs, what have you. And, you know, but I do firmly believe it is who you hang around with, genuinely. And I, I, like, I, I believe that as well. I, 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 I have the fear of God in me and my kids. And this is probably strange, I told her as they just you, but I will take my two children on that boardwalk in town and I'm going to show my children exactly what it's like when you take drugs. And, and I am going to do it. And I am. I don't want to change the whole topic, just that, and whatever, but it is who you hang around with. Get your kids into clubs, get your kids into everything, guys, because I'm telling you now, out there, is, it, it's not good. It really is. Yeah, no, I, I agree with with everything you've just said. Um, Thanks, Cheryl. And, and, you, and you're dead, re- you're dead right. Uh, you need to Here's put a, extra effort into your kids being involved in activities that keep them busy, as you kids, said, idle hands and all yeah. that. Kids have so much energy. I see my young he's nine now, and I see him. How did he become nine? How did that happen? I don't know. Is that the young fellow used to do Good News Friday? Yeah, remember that? And now he's a hurry dad. Hell yeah, here's me good news. <laughs> I'm out of a job. <laughs> um, anyway... I see the energy that he has. Kids have so much energy. And it needs to be directed. And it needs to be channeled in the right direction. We have him in martial arts. Um, and that wears him out. That wears him out. Because, first of all, martial arts is great because it teaches kids discipline. Um, it teaches them how to channel. They have so much energy and they don't know what to what to do with it. And it just teaches them how to channel discipline. Sorry, you're speeding me up there. So that's all I have to say. Okay, Jess. No, I don't believe this mother for a minute. Be like, oh, I tried everything. I tried my best. You didn't. The second you pulled up your hand and said, I tried, you'd given up anyway. That your, your responsibility as a parent is to make sure your kid doesn't turn out to be a destructive little bastard. And if, if you if you have a little fella or a little daughter going around acting like a little toe rag, well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It's monkey see, monkey do. 
hugs raised hugs at the end of the day alright just say it as it is and finally Donna is Hi, still annoyed it's Donna again I just wanted to say when your child is 13, 14 or 15 that's exactly when you need to be living in their pockets you need to know who their friends are and who their friends parents are and what they're getting up to you need to know exactly what they're doing and where they're hanging around you need to be 100% just because your child is at a certain age doesn't mean you have to stop parenting them and you should know when your child is lying you know it's it's it's, it's basic common sense um that's just my opinion um i you're talking about this 12 year old but you haven't mentioned his parents once that they didn't know like what that child was doing now where were they when the child was out running amok on the streets like it didn't happen overnight you know parents need to start taking responsibility for their own children's mistakes because it does always 100% fall on the parents. All right, uh, Donna, thank you very much indeed for your uh, message. So what have we learned from today's podcast? We've learned that we're going to agree to disagree on much of what we talked about today. No, I think we all we all found... And by the way, I do. if, if people did take me up wrong, I do want to apologise. And I'm not just backtracking, because I don't like causing offence. Um, if my comments were taken out of context... Uh, I do apologise, but I think by the end of the discussion, you got the point that I was trying to make. I was simply reading out statistics. If you want to see those statistics, Google them for yourself. They are there. And that's not me shitting and pissing on... I'd never piss on a single parent uh, because I know... So are you rolling your eyes there? No. Oh, you're tired. You no, know, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm fascinated by your um, complete and utter 360 degree turn. Mm. Well, no, 360 it, would mean you're saying it, it, the same thing. No, 180, you mean. Uh, but just rewind the podcast and listen back to what you said at the or start. It's the very podcast. easy to or do. Rewind. You can go back to the start. Oh, sure, Thank you for sure. listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Please hit subscribe or follow, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye bye. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.